Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, this is the broadcast for March 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We talked the fact uh, we talked about the fact yesterday about TikTok users are feeding data to the Communist Chinese Party. Yeah, and Communist Party agencies, intelligence agencies, if you will. Cyber experts are warning. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got a serious foreign adversary going on. It's the most successful data harvest of Americans ever done by a foreign adversary. The Epic Times with the details. Great, great reporting. We also had our guest on, Mr. Patrick Simmons, righttowork.org, warning against the PRO Act. The PRO Act would be the most radical change to existing labor law in decades, ladies and gentlemen. First, the PRO Act would overturn all right-to-work laws. Right now in 27 states... You can do what you want. You can work where you want. But you know what? You'd be forced to support a union with your money, whether you like it or not, whether you want to be involved or not. It'll be worse than the Hotel California. You can check out anytime you like by force, but you can never leave by force. Wow. We also talked about uh, the good news at the end of the hour. Right-to-work states are recovering from COVID faster than the non-right-to-work states. That was hour one. Hour two was the simulcast with the Sheriff Mack show on Bridie on TV. So it was literally Liberty News Radio teaming up with Bridie on Radio and Bridie on TV. And we had the um, we talked about there's going to be a live webinar coming up this Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be incredible. CSPOA.org for the details. Uh, and we had our guest on, Mr. Jack Frost. He's the CSPOA California State Director. Uh, and we talked about the CSPOA training going on in California. It's for sheriff de- sheriffs, deputies, law enforcement, elected representatives, and citizens. Everybody who wants to understand the Constitution and the responsibilities of the oath of office. It's going to be happening April the 3rd, 2022. Uh, it's going to be an all-day event. You can register today. GorillaLearningInstitute.org slash CSPOA for that. We also talked about the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. We talked about the plan of action, what are we to do, and a whole lot more with Jack Frost. We talked about medication-induced abortions. Believe it or not, now 54% of all abortions in the United States. So, yeah, they'll get rid of all the abortion clinics. They'll just murder by medication. They'll just send you a, don't worry, a murderous envelope in the mail and no one will know it's discreet and you can just murder your baby in your house and nobody has to know see these people are absolutely 
psychotic, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Guttmacher Institute with the details. Abortion pills have grown in popularity since they were created or first introduced back in 2000. What a shame that is. What a pro-death agenda that is. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, have we embraced murder in America at wholesale rates. Chemical abortions and pregnancies, ladies and gentlemen, just so you understand, through a two-drug regimen. The first drug literally blocks the natural hormone, progesterone, starving the developing baby of important, vital, life-sustaining nutrients. Then the second drug induces labor to expel the baby from the womb. It's like yeetus to fetus, gone. Just murder that baby. Don't worry, it's a safe medication. That's just, wow. Have we turned into a bunch of ghoulish, I mean, it's like Halloween death everywhere stuff. It's crazy. Many U.S. states have now outlawed vaccine passports. But don't be deceived, ladies and gentlemen. The smart health card is on the way. It's being doled out across the country with help from the private sector. So while these states are rejecting mandated passports, they're promoting the smart card, the smart health card. What is a smart health card, you ask? The smart health card, folks, is a digital or printed QR code that provides proof of vaccination and or shows test results. Yeah. Whether they realize it or not, ladies and gentlemen, over 200 million Americans already have access to this COVID-19 digital vaccine access card. Yeah, think about that. They've already got this de facto. Well, it's not a passport. It's all voluntary. Y'all are just doing it. Bars and restaurants and everybody's expecting it to be shown. All the health companies are helping. All the big digital companies are helping. Everybody's on board. But don't worry. They didn't force it on you. Well, not yet. It reminds me of the feral pigs that are hanging out and The farmer feeds him and feeds him, and slowly but surely he puts up a little bit of fence at a time, and before you know it, he's got him caged. That's what they're doing on this vaccine stuff. No, 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 we're not going to force vaccines anymore. Absolutely not. No, 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 we're not going to do a vaccine passport. You don't even got to wear a mask. I mean, by golly, we're over the cocoa thing. No problem. And then they literally trap you. Once we're all aboard, they'll be like, "Mm, yeah, this de facto passport must be used. You don't got a negative test? You don't get a vaccine on this little QR code of yours. Eh, no, no groceries for you, my friends. <laughs> no, no, no health, no, no health care for you, my friends. No, no college for you, young man, young woman. No, no organ transplant for you. No, no, uh, you're sick. No, no hospital for you. No, no everything, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds comical, but whether they realize it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we're being trapped by our own willingness. The big carrot's freedom. The stick, tyranny, right? State revokes man's license plate, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of this? Over six letters. Here's what happened in the state of Alabama. This guy got this license plate, man. L-G-B-F. No. Yeah, L-G-B-F-J-B. LGBFJB. You don't know what it stands for because it's a random string of letters until you think about it. Surrounding his plate was these vanity plate covers or whatever. Um, it said, let's go, Brandon. So LGBF, let's go, Brandon, F, Joe Biden, right? Six letters. Uh, is he allowed to have that on a license plate? Well, he applied for it in Alabama. He got it. 
He literally cruised around with it on his truck for a month. Then the government freaked out and state revokes man's license plate, says they'll reject his car registration, uh, and he'll be fined, and, uh, you know, his car will get impounded and everything else will happen. He's saying, you guys are crazy. You're on crack. What are you talking about? Well, sir, your plate is, um, it's got bad language on it. He's like, wait a minute. How do six letters that mean nothing have bad language on it? So the battle's on. The real question is, whose plate is it? If it's the government's plate, he's saying, I don't want that government plate on my vehicle. You don't have the right to force your property on my property. On the other hand, he said, I paid six, seven hundred bucks for the plate, so it's my plate, not the government's plate. And if it's my plate, I can have anything on it that I want to. Oh, so now the big debate, whose plate is it? His or the government's there now? If it's the government's plate, he doesn't want it on his truck. If it's his plate, he says, I can do what I want with it. Furthermore, there's no bad language on it. Well, yeah, but you mean to F Joe Biden with this thing. Let's go, Brandon. I didn't know. He says, you know what? You can say that all you want. I have every right to say, let's go, Brandon. This is America and free speech. And there's just six letters. There's not a single bad word on my plate. The battle's on. What will happen? Where do you stand? You know what? I I don't like the phrase, let's go, Brandon. I don't like the, uh, in my opinion, the moral low we've gone to saying F the president of the United States. I don't like any of that. Personally, that's my opinion to which I'm entitled with my free speech. Thank you very much. But I 1,000% defend his right to have that on his license plate if he wants to. 1,000%. I may not agree with what you say, but I absolutely agree. You have the right to say it, baby. This is America. This is the land of the free. This is where in our First Amendment alone, we have five guarantees, and I defend every single one of them absolutely hardcore, relentlessly. So, ladies and gentlemen, agree or disagree with what he had to say, I hope you have enough constitutional sense. I hope you hold the moral high ground and understand that we got to defend this guy big time. He has every right to have those six letters on his license plate. Whether you like it or not, agree with it or not, that isn't the point. You better defend his right to have it or you'll lose your right to have your thoughts, your beliefs, your freedom of conscience, your free speech, your freedom to assemble. That's right, your freedom of the press. Yeah, your freedom of the redress of grievances and more, right? Uh, Come on, we better double down, quadruple down in defense of what matters, I'm telling you right now. All right, that's a recap of the broadcast that took place just yesterday. It is still available in audio form on lovingliberty.net and on libertyroundtable.com, of course. And in video form, you can check that out, baby. It's on brighteon.com. Because that's where the archives for brighteon.tv are. Brighteon.tv is live. Brighteon.com is the archives. And uh, it's also available on brighteonradio.com. I mean, I'm telling you right now, we are everywhere, baby. And we're growing by leaps and bounds. The new media is indeed taking center stage, my good brothers and sisters. Make no mistake about that. The tale is being told by truth tellers everywhere. And we are getting after it in a big way. Coming up in seconds, we'll take a break. When we come back, the good James Edwards will be with us. Race, politics, and hypocrisy in the 21st century. Yeah, you want to learn more about 21st century America? Thepoliticalcesspool.org. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the State of the Union and more. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Emma Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, my dear brother. Sam, a lot's happened since we were on this program together just a couple of weeks ago. It's great to be here. Wow. Any comment on the uh, recap, sir? Well, I do have a comment on the recap. In fact, I always enjoy listening to your recaps. And uh, the thing that stuck out to me was uh, about your guest yesterday. If my parents had been creative enough to name me Jack Frost. I don't think there's anything that could stop me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's his real name. No joke. Guy's for real. Awesome. And he's That's a living awesome. American. I'll tell you that right now. Wouldn't be on this program otherwise. All right. Any other comments? Well, uh, the one thing I didn't hear, you mentioned the State of the Union. And, uh, of course, that could open up a door to quite a few things and uh, not the least among them being Russia and what's going on in the Ukraine. I know you've touched on that a little bit in your program the last uh, couple of days. Uh, My family gathered around. My uh, father-in-law was over for dinner last night and he just so happened to be here still at about 745. So we just said, hey, let's just all get on the couch and see what Slow Joe's got to say about the situation tonight. And uh, I did watch the whole thing. Did you? I did not watch it, but I read the transcript of the whole thing and I took notes. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, normally I do that. Normally I wouldn't put myself through it, but the timing just so happened to work out. And I was interested, of course, with what's going on geopolitically to see how uh, he would stack up. And, you know, I think most of all it was um, a forgettable speech. I'm not saying that because I'm opposed to his politics. I would have said that even if it was uh, a president that I 
did have some common ground with. I just don't think it's going to be something that's going to be remembered long term. I don't think it was a, a particularly impactful State of the Union. It was interesting. They were talking about how uh, he's for funding the police and keeping our community safe. I, I, I looked at that incredulously when he said that later on in the in the in the. Uh, talk. I said, like, wow, what? Since when are <laughs> the Democrats especially uh, on the side of uh, law and order <laughs> compared to what we saw in the year of uh, St. Floyd uh, during the presidential election year of 2020? But, I mean, I, I think, Sam, the, the elephant in the room is what's going on in, in Russia and in Ukraine and how the United States basically, with as the preeminent member of NATO, is, is sort of... Uh, <sighs> I think mismanaging the situation quite a bit. Uh, economic sanctions uh, are what led to Pearl Harbor and what led to World War II. So to say that, well, we're not really going to war with Russia. And I think there's just such a juvenile misunderstanding of uh, the facts over there. I saw Kamala Harris yesterday. Uh, she was asked to explain the situation in Ukraine. Did you see this? I mean, this was so incredible. And she was certainly speaking to her audience. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, on a... A television or a radio appearance yesterday she was asked uh, what's going on and she said Ukraine is a country in Europe it exists next to another country called Russia Russia is a bigger country Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine so basically that's wrong and this is the vice president of the United States she wasn't speaking to a kindergarten class. This was a serious question for for an American audience at a time of basically war uh, I don't know if that's who you want staring down a shrewd operator like Putin, but all of this trouble, if your audience is cons- uh, um, interested in knowing my opinion on this, uh, it, it started in April of 2008. In April of 2008, NATO issued a statement that said Ukraine and Georgia would become part of NATO. The Russians made it unequivocally clear at the time that they viewed this as an existential threat. Uh, Putin does not want NATO at his back door. Putin does not want nuclear weapons and American military bases in the Ukraine, which uh, for all of American history up until the 1990s was part of Russia. So to we spent a whole three hours on this on my program last Saturday night. To not be able to see both sides of this, to have no nuance whatsoever, to once again just fall in line with the narrative. And by the way, when you see this constellation of villains from George Soros to the establishment media to Biden and to the GOP and every, everybody in between, the corporate world, they're all lining up behind Zelensky. Got to make you stop and wonder. And one thing that I wonder is if they have lied and lied and lied over the course of the last six years, during the four years of Trump, the two years with COVID, lie after lie after lie, all spoken uh, from a single narrative, coming from a single mouthpiece, all of the media. There's not one that's saying, hey, well, let's look at it from this angle. Well, maybe there is a point here. Let's try to get together and maintain peace. No, it's just rattling the saber. And for the American people to sort of fall in line and everybody wearing these blue and, and, and yellow uh, Ukrainian colors. Listen, I'm, the people of Ukraine, you have to say, the people of Ukraine are not their government. Uh, no more than we want to be defined as Americans by Biden or whatever current regime is in power. The people of Ukraine are beautiful people and European people. And I'm not saying necessarily that uh, their government is totally criminally corrupt. I mean, they very well may be. I mean, if all of the criminals in our government and in our media are getting behind them, that certainly doesn't speak well of them. I just don't know well enough to know. But what I do know is Russia has a point. Well, Russia has more than a point, first of all. Secondly, whether we agree with Russia, whether we think they have a point, whether we think they're right, whether we think they're wrong, all that's irrelevant. 
ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter whether you think we need to defend them. It doesn't matter whether you want to defend them. No, whether, no matter whether you think it's right or wrong or whatever you think, it doesn't matter. And you want to know why it doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen? Is because we have no authority. You cite the authority, ladies and gentlemen. There is simply no authority for us to be involved at all in the war, ladies and gentlemen. And so that's the problem that I'm having. Uh, Joe Biden came out of the gate. Literally, wars and rumors of wars. Literally talking about, for the first several minutes of his speech, talking about how we're literally going to war. Well, we're not really going to put troops on the ground. No, 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 no. We're just going to use the global NATO 29 country agenda to absolutely commit war crimes and attack Russia in every way but putting troops on the ground. So we're going to pretend we got the moral high ground here. And no, we're not going to go to war. We're not going to use bayonets and bullets and band-aids. And no, sir, we're going to go ahead and, well, we're just going to isolate this country called Russia. And we're going to just further push them into hatred and anger. Well, the world's supposedly with us right now, although I don't believe that's true in reality. But the, the NATO group is with us. But what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we're creating the hegemonous United States, which means we think we're God on this earth. We think we can control oil and energy and money and everything else and every other country must be flat out whipped by sanction into compliance. You either do what we tell you or you're the enemy of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, that sounds good if you think we're the freedom-loving America and that everybody else is tyrannical and evil. But we've got just as much communism going on in America uh, in terms of fiat, dishonestly, uh, as they do in Russia. Now, I'm not defending Russia, and I'm not defending Vladimir Putin. Vladimir uh, came from the KGB, so it's not like I think he's a great guy. And I'm not telling you that I support him in any way. But what I'm telling you is this idea that we hold the moral high ground is a lie, and we're literally committing unjust war crimes. And, right, and you want to talk about uh, war crimes. Literally, Biden gets on the, quote, United States stage in the State of the Union and literally tells the world that we're going to lead this war by sanction and by bank and fiat money control. And I mean, James, it is insanity what he's proposing. It, it is, and you, you, they want to talk about this aggressive war in the, in the Ukraine, uh, so-called, that Putin is waging. And listen, war is bad. We want peace. We don't want there to be a bloody conflict. I have to say, though, after looking at this and after studying it, I see uh, arguments for both sides. It is not as clear as Putin bad, NATO, the United States. I mean, since when has, you know, the, the United States is an evil empire. I mean, here we are. We abort tens of millions of our own children uh, what happens when we engage in ruthless acts of aggression against other countries? What about Iraq and Libya and Syria and Vietnam and Afghanistan? When we do it, I guess it's okay because we're America. But if somebody else does it, they have much. Russia has a much greater claim to eastern Ukraine than we ever did in these nations we've carpet bombed for years, all of my life and, and beyond that. And and if Mitt Romney and Kevin McCarthy and Lindsey Graham and all of these other Republican chicken hawks uh, want to advocate for conflict so much they need to show us how it's done by enlisting if they will they need to go over there and get in 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 the trenches with Zelensky um if he's truly over there and they need to show us how it's done that that's what they need to do the confederate governor of Tennessee Isham Harris was literally on the field at the battle of Shiloh you know used to people would actually fight with their countrymen in times of war um not so much this crew of course but yes I mean there's just so much hypocrisy um, I don't think America has the moral high ground to cast aspersions on anybody. 
or any nation or any leader. And yes, I, I'm sure there's much to 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 be said for for Putin. Uh, good and bad, by the way. Uh, but it is not as clear cut as it's uh, appearing to be. And there's just so much propaganda. I think on it's this. very and, clear cut in terms of we have no authority though, and we ought not be involved. The founding fathers were very clear about this, ladies and gentlemen. And the fact is, you tell me where the authority comes from for us to breach the sovereignty uh, of other nations. Where do we get the right to be the banking global cop of the world to lock down banks and lock them out of a co- global system? Who controls that system, ladies and gentlemen? Who get who? Where does the authority come from to breach the sovereignty of these other nations? I'm Great telling point. you, it's clear-cut. We don't have any authority at all. If you do, show me. Oh, well, we got together as a world and said so. That doesn't mean you have authority. It just means you're tyrannical. Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Addressing a worried nation and anxious world, President Biden vowed in his first State of the Union address Tuesday night to check Russian aggression in Ukraine, tame soaring U.S. inflation, and deal with the pandemic. Biden declared that he and all members of Congress, whatever their political differences are, were joined in an unwavering resolve that freedom will always triumph over tyranny. GOP Governor Kim Reynolds from Iowa had a different take. Even before taking the oath of office, the president told us that he wanted to, quote, make America respected around the world again and to unite us here at home. He's failed on both fronts. As Ukraine continues to be attacked by invading Russian forces, the United States government will ban Russian aircraft from American airspace. President Zelensky had been pleading with the West to protect Ukraine airspace, which President Biden declined to do because of the confrontation issues with Russia. USA Radio News. We're out of the brand name, but we do have the generic version of Serene's Pharmacy can't keep up with allergy season. They need certified technicians to alleviate the headache. Ma'am, I'm so sorry for the wait. We'll have your prescription filled soon. I need some help. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The MyPillow.com clearance continues. Roll and go anywhere. MyPillow's $9.99. The Body Pillow, $39.99. And MyPillow bath sheets on sale, 50% off. Use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. You'll also get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or 1-800-951-8175. A recent Pew Research poll reveals America's number one concern is the American economy. Traveling down a road not seen in 40 years, inflation has become a pain every time we go to use our wallets. The president addressed the topic Tuesday night. Tim Berg reports. Inflation is robbing them of gains they thought otherwise they would be able to feel. I get it. President Biden touching on an issue that many families are struggling with in the United States during his first State of the Union address. This, as a new NPR-PBS Marist College poll, shows 56% of Americans calling the president's first year in office a failure. The president continues with why he believes inflation is at a 40-year high. Our economy roared back faster than almost anyone predicted. But the pandemic meant that businesses had a hard time hiring enough people because of the pandemic 
to keep up production in their factories. On the hour, every hour, USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, State of the Union, wars and rumors of wars is the only bottom line I have written for it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lie to think that we have authority, uh, and it's a lie to think that these foreign entanglements are going to do us any good. There's no win-win for us at all in this at all. It's lose-lose because we come out looking like the world's thug if we mandate everything. Oh, we're committing war crimes, pretending that we're not, pretending we got the moral high ground. There's no win in this whatsoever. The Founding Fathers warned us wisely to avoid foreign entanglements like the plague. And one final point is I point to you guys, where is the authority that we think we can breach the sovereignty of other nations? Where do we think we can just create a global banking cartel that literally locks everybody out financially? And let me be very clear to you. If the government's going to lock out a whole country like Russia, or who knows who's next, right? then they can lock you out personally from your own banking and shut you down individually. See, these people have tyrannical chokehold on the world right now, and you and I better stand against it while we have the chance because the longer we let this abuse, this hostility, this dishonesty stand, the worse it's going to be for you and me, ladies and gentlemen. All right, State of the Union, wars and rumors of wars is my only statement regarding it. Now, he then dovetailed into the economy, economy, quote, Joe, we're going to have an infrastructure decade. You know what that means, James? It sounds like a lot of spending, uh, probably That's a lot right. of social, Spend <laughs> social ourselves justice. into oblivion. <laughs> but don't worry. We're going to do it all to withstand the devastating effects of the climate crisis and promote environmental justice. I want neither, ladies and gentlemen. But that's what he's going to do. He talked about the economy. And he literally said, we'll build a national network of 500,000 electrical or electric vehicle charging stations and we'll get rid of lead pipes ladies and gentlemen so that you can have clean water yeah so every child and every american has clean water to drink at home and at school they want to provide affordable high-speed internet for every american high-speed internet for everyone urban suburban Rural and tribal communities, everybody will just get this big, massive handout. 4,000 projects have already been announced, he said. And tonight I'm announcing that we're going to fix over 65,000 miles of highway. We're going to repair 500-plus bridges. When we use taxpayer dollars to rebuild America, Joe Biden lies. We are going to buy American. James, I'm telling you right now, this was a big spend, flat out lie to the American people, straight to your face lie. Government has nothing. Government sucks on the teat of the private sector. There is no value. There is no revenue. There is no production coming out of government whatsoever. So every bit of this big spend plan, give Americans everything. When we use taxpayers to rebuild America... We're going to buy American. He's lying, ladies and gentlemen. James. This was something that was brought up after I noticed this, uh, but this was something that was brought up. uh, You know, you have to have uh, the experts come on after the State of the Union to tell you what you just heard. (laughs) So they do that on all the shows, of course. But 
a lot of the things he said sounded a little bit like Donald Trump. Obviously, he's never going to do it and has no intention to do it. I mean, he certainly has the intention to spend on left-leaning projects. There's no doubt about that. But with regards to funding the police and uh, this whole thing about buying America, now when has ever that been uh, a Democratic talking point? But this whole thing is, I wish we could go back to where the president just handed a report to Congress, and you didn't have this dog and pony show. That's what the State of the Union used to be. I heard but, that, sir. You know, uh, this whole thing is just fluff. Uh, it's the president, whoever the president is, whether you like him, you dislike him, Republican, Democrat, whatever. It's just the president coming in and having unfettered access to the American people. The State of the Union's a big pageant, and it's always about an hour long, give or take. And the president just talks about what a good job his administration is doing. That's all it is. Uh, so and you got about there, five or no... six minutes in there of just flat-out clapping. If you were just to put all the claps together, you probably got <laughs> 10% of it is claps, ladies and gentlemen. Well, my, my daughter, my 11-year-old daughter, was sitting on the couch next to me, and she says, well, why don't they just stay standing? Because they, every time he would say something, they'd get back up. You know, the Democrats, at least, would get back up. The Democrats in the gallery would get back up and uh, – and and stand and clap after pretty much every yeah, other like, sentence. It's like so whenever they just... stand up over and over, it's like, hello, Paul Pitt. <laughs> She's like, what the heck? <laughs> well, and, and the Republicans, there was a lot of bipartisan clapping because, of course, they're both on the same side at the end of the day with, with, with rare uh, exceptions. But I think, though, Sam, it's all going to be moot because the Democrats are about to get routed uh, out of office in uh, – perhaps an unprecedented manner in November. I mean, depending on how a war goes, there ain't nothing that can prop up a regime like a war. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll see how that goes, but uh, because you don't want to change a horse in midstream. That's the old uh, tried and true thinking if you're in a conflict. But if, if, if things go as they appear, they will go. The Democrats are going to be rousted out. And you're not going to have a chance to, to do all of this spending. But, yeah, we don't, we don't want that. We don't need it. I don't think it's going to happen. The Republicans are going to block it. Uh, and we'll see what happens in November. But th that, that doesn't mean we're going to be getting anything better. I'm telling you, the establishment Republicans are still just as bad as they ever were, and freedom-loving Americans, the kind of people who tune into this program, certainly have scant representation and had scant representation uh, in that hall last night. You're going to buy American. You're going to have American jobs. I'm just telling yeah, you, it's that... incredible. Jobs are going to be everywhere. We're bringing back factories and everything. You couldn't lie to the public more. There's well, no it's about the jo jobs. How are you going to pay these wages in an inflationary reality? You got to pay the average American what, thirty bucks per hour at a minimum. Well, that's where it's at. I mean, right here in Memphis, which is by no means you know a cosmopolitan uh, left coast or east coast area where the cost of living is high. The cost of living in in this part of uh, the South is the mid South is relatively inexpensive. It's getting certainly much more expensive as a result of inflation, number one, but you have so many people fleeing places like California and resettling in, in, in places where there's a little bit more freedom. So you've had a lot of exodus from the left-leaning states throughout the COVID era, people trying to flee uh, there to, to find some semblance of normalcy, and you're finding that in the South. And so, you know, property values have skyrocketed, and so it's, it's gotten much more difficult. But with regard to with, or much more expensive, I should say. But with regards to Joe's saying he has created more jobs than any president, you know, it's gotten uh, here in town, McDonald's is paying you $18 an hour. I uh, I don't do this anymore, so I can certainly say this and without fear of the company uh, being in trouble. The company, in fact, even no longer exists. But uh, when I first got married, I uh, drove uh, an ambulance. I got paid $10 an hour to drive an ambulance. And I was on an ambulance crew driving an ambulance. I mean, this is something where, you know, people's lives are 
you know, uh, with you. It was mainly patient transport, not emergency type stuff. But um, that was fun, and I did that for a couple of years, long, long, long ago. And uh, ten dollars an hour. But now, uh, just a few years later, you're getting upwards of twenty dollars an hour. Uh, to work the cash register at McDonald's. Yeah, but listen, a Big Mac's going to cost you 10 bucks pretty soon, bro. Well, that's it. And then, you know, Target <laughs> is hiring. You. Target is, is $24 uh, an hour. And, and but, but every place I've ever seen over the course of the last year, I, I don't know if I've gone into any store or any restaurant or gone through any fast food, driven through the drive-thru, uh, where they're not hiring. So all these jobs, I mean, people can't fill the jobs. I don't know how many jobs have necessarily been created. It seems to be an exodus of jobs they can't even find workers for. Uh, even uh, starter jobs like a like a fifteen well, the sixteen. By the, the reason you can't fill them is because inflation is so high. Even with those extreme wages, it doesn't cut the mustard for people, and they're like, "Hey, I can either be on the dole uh, or I can work." But the problem is, I can't make that jump to work because being on the dole is more profitable for me. Ladies and gentlemen, inflation is robbing us of the gains we might otherwise feel. That's Joe Biden's words on the topic. Okay. It's out of control. The, he also said the pandemic also disrupted global supply chains. That's a lie. The pandemic didn't cause problems with supply chains. Government response, government involvement, government mandates of shutting down businesses, of stopping manufacturing, of this, of that, all those mandates of masks and vaccines and everything, else, that's what's jacked down your supply chain. It isn't the pandemic that did it. It's government's response that did it, James. Yeah, that's absolutely right, and we certainly didn't hear Joe make any mention of his role uh, in lording over the inflation uh, that we've been subjected to over the last couple of years. And I think the inflation was uh, upwards of about 10% in one year, year to year, very near 10%, which was historic. It had been decades since you've seen inflation like that. No doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen, that's going on. But this idea that we're going to have all these jobs, well, even if you have a lot of jobs, you know what, folks? What good is that going to do if you pay 50% of your income to government taxes at all levels in all ways? The answer is less taxes. But you'll never have less taxes if you're going to ramp up government spending at every turn. Okay? Uh, he says, first, we're going to cut the cost of prescription drugs. Okay. Second, cut energy costs for families. Third, cut the cost of child care. And hey, you won't pay an additional taxes if you make under four hundred grand. Not at all. How are you going to make all that spending happen and cut all those things for Americans? How are you going to pay for it, Joe? Liberty Roundtable Live. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? 
please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Yeah, nobody under my plan, nobody earning less than $400,000 a year will pay additional penny in new taxes. Nobody. But my question is, isn't inflation a tax, Joe? Didn't you say inflation is just getting out of control and robbing everyone? Then how, when we have your plan, do we not pay, pay, pay? It's a lie, James. Yeah, well, there was a lot of that last night. And again, the State of the Union, we can't take it too seriously. It's always window dressing. It's always the president sort of fanciful and uh, really out of touch with reality. And again, no matter who it is, putting the best foot forward and saying, hey, this is all the great things we've accomplished and these are all the great things we're going to do if you continue to support us. And uh, it's never really rooted in in reality. But with regards to the economy, I, I think that's just one where you you can just say flat out, hey, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling a, a pinch with inflation. I'm not seeing the jobs created. And and the Republicans and the Democrats alike have worked almost ceaselessly over the course of my lifetime and beyond to decimate the American manufacturing base and the American industrial might. Uh, so this idea that all of a sudden Joe, uh, one of the most inept presidents that you could imagine, I mean, almost a caricature of an inept president, is, is going to bring back all of these first-class, blue-chip, uh, blue-collar jobs. I mean, the State of the Union was clownish, ladies and gentlemen. It was like a clown running around, just making all kinds of psychotic promises. Here's what he says, um, James. I'm announcing that the Justice Department will name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. Yeah. So of all the fraud saw going that. on in America, it's the pandemic fraud. Now, let me ask you a question. Well, Who created the pandemic fraud? Well, Joe and the heads of all of the other nations as well. That's not just him. I mean, everybody well, was in Joe and Donald, even Donald Trump was in on this one. They all handed out money like candy without authority to do so. Where do you get authority just to basically print money and hand it out and put our next generation into absolute servitude uh, in a tyrannical um, slave scenario? Okay, look, we don't have any money for this. We're $30 trillion in debt, Joe. And now you're going to go ahead and get to the bottom of this fraud? Man, of all the frauds I'd like to look into, 
pandemic fraud's bad, but you caused it. Okay, are you going to go to jail for causing it? No. So this is a big old lip service fiasco in and of itself. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you who they're going to go after. Because I, I saw an article about this the other day. There was some right of center YouTuber who claimed you know, he had a show and he was a sole proprietor of that show and he got, I don't know, $20,000 or so. They're going to go after people like that to say, hey, you know, we're cutting down. You know, they're not going to go after any of their people that are that are corrupt. But, but the whole thing was... For God's sake, Sam, I mean, he, he spent some time talking about how we need to secure the border. Now, when has that ever been a priority of Joe Biden or the Democratic Party or really the Republicans either, for that matter? But, I mean, this whole thing. With well, the it's election just, time, sir. They got to tell the truth. Well, but it's, 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 elected. <laughs> it's all the stuff that sounds good. We're going to we're going to fund the police. Well, where were you, Joe, two years ago when you were running for president? Uh, that, that was the last thing you were worried about doing. In fact, you were, you were more concerned about empowering the thugs. And Donald Trump did nothing to protect the police either. Uh, you know, you should have had you should have had a, a flat down hardcore response to the people who were burning down cities two years ago but we're gonna we're going to stand up to putin we're going to uh bring back jobs we're going to secure the border and fund the police you know we'd be cooking with grease sam if congress cared half as much about america's border as it does about the border in ukraine but they don't they, you know they, they, they there is everything they're going to do to support the, the people trying to defend the ukrainian border and joe's not going to do he doesn't want to i mean he wants this great replacement he loves it i mean the more illegals that come in the more democrat votes they have but even that well, he even really said enough, so he wants them. to grant this amnesty plan and he, he's pitching it in polite language but the bottom line is let's give amnesty to everybody he's kind of saying he also said, hey, Medicare is going to set higher standards for nursing homes. We're going to make sure your loved ones get the care they deserve and expect, ladies and gentlemen. The government's going to lead the way on this, you know, squaring everything away. Then they say, let's pass the Paycheck Fairness Act and paid leave. Raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour and give child tax credit so no one has to raise their family in poverty. Let's increase pail grants. And increase our historic support of these uh, education plans. What, what my wife Jill, the teacher, is doing. Let's pass the PRO Act. The majority of workers want to form a union and should not be stopped, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Th look at all that promise of spend, spend, spend. They're not going to raise a penny of your taxes, though, since you make less than four hundred grand a year. They'll just make sure you make 399000 but everything costs you 10 <laughs> times more to make a living. And then, the, hey, they won't raise any of your taxes. How's all that going to work? How, where does the money come from? Two plus two equals five. <laughs> right, James? Yeah, that's right, Sam. And, and one, more thing, one more thing on the border is uh, that, that's, that's the way you have immigration reform, right? That's the way you deal with lawlessness on the border is just to legalize the lawlessness and that, that that's certainly i guess the plan you know you're not going to secure the border you're just going to make it where there's no crime down there because anybody can come and anybody can do what they want but he, he has no uh, he's not going to get tough on the border and and, and nothing's going to happen I, I, there was a little bit of an outburst i think from lauren bobert at, at one point uh, where uh, she got upset about um, joe's withdrawal from afghanistan but you know i gotta say it, maybe it was a little bit bumbled. I mean, I don't know how you extract yourself from a situation like that after decades with, without breaking a few eggs. That's probably the one thing inadvertently he did that I can agree with is getting us out of that, but only to insert us in uh, to uh, a conflict with a much greater, much greater um, adversary in Putin. So 
Uh, we'll see. I, I tell you, the, the whole world, I mean, this thing is still, I, I don't think we can overstate the how high the stakes are in Eastern Europe right now. There's just no way to tell right now how this is going to go. Now, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Russia wins this quickly. I don't think they want to take over all of Ukraine. I don't think that they want to invade Europe uh, at large. I think they want back uh, the breakaway republics who are clamoring to come back to Russia anyway in eastern Ukraine. These are basically Russian people anyway. Uh, they are of one blood and one one history and one culture. Uh, Ukraine as a nation, they're talking about defending Ukraine's borders and Ukrainian nationalism. Uh, I'm old enough to remember when there was no Ukraine. Uh, so this isn't some long-rooted country with this history that stretches back hundreds of years. Uh, the, the best thing would be uh, Putin uh, finishes his work quickly and um, it doesn't escalate to uh, beyond where it is now. Um, but we'll see. I mean, and if it does... God only knows what the rest of this year is going to look like going up into the election. I mean, if America gets into a, a world war and it's not out of, it's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility, because again, these economic sanctions that they have um, placed on Russia, to go back to something I said earlier, uh, in fact, caused America's entry into the uh, second world war. Well, and I don't believe we'll be in a war this time, but I do believe we're angering the world and we're <clears throat> engendering this idea that we think we're God. And other nations are resenting the breach of, the violation of their sovereignty. And it may not have political payback uh, uh, this year. We might avert it, which we probably will. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse as we continue to intentionally agitate. We know that it's wrong, but we keep doing it. All right. Joe Biden also had a big old plan for the pandemic, plan for the Coke code, just so you know. Here's the deal. He wants to have COVID vaccines. He wants to have testing. He wants to deal with new variants and more, ladies and gentlemen. He wants to prevent the shutdown of schools and businesses as well. Uh, everything that we, you know, they stood against for two years. Now Joe right. wants to double down on the State of the Union address and act like, oh, man, I'm doing all these things. And then he basically finishes by saying we want to vaccinate the world. This is what I'm talking about. Have you lost your mind? Where does the United States get the authority, number one, and number two, the money to vaccinate the world, James? Sam, I'm glad you brought this up. This is a hugely important point, uh, is that, yes, I mean, he, he is saying that we still want to vaccinate. We want to vaccinate the world. And we're still going to encourage vaccinations. But all of this autocratic, heavy-handed mask restrictions and, and forced vaccinations to do business and to, to, to go inside establishments in different parts of the country. Now, obviously, in places like Utah and places like the South, you didn't have it like you had it in places like Los Angeles and New York and, and elsewhere where the where the, the hardcore leftists are in, in power. But basically everything we've been advocating for, Joe's basically resigned himself to now. Uh, these mask restrictions and the forced vaccinations are really just – falling apart at a rapid rate across the country. No, and no, 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 no. We're going to vaccinate the world so you're safe. James. Yeah, yeah. Th no, no, no. He's still, he's still for that. He's still going to be for that verbally. But a, a lot of the the things they were doing to force people to get vaccinated, or the, those restrictions are beginning to peel off all across the country. And yeah, it, it is starting secret, to dissipate. Secret smart card for your health. Don't worry. The back door will take you down, buddy. We're all good to dismantle yeah, all that, as I, long I, as you, uh, you know. I get that, but but, but I, I think in a way Putin uh, cured COVID. I, you, the whole narrative has shifted now to Putin and Ukraine, 
And quietly, Congress, by the way, has, has uh, the CDC and Congress, there was a, a proclamation by Congress to, to do away with national masking. And there, there's been a lot of uh, things sort of being uh, taken, uh, rolled back behind the scenes with regards to COVID uh, that, um, you know, have been in place for the last two years, very quietly over these last several days and couple of weeks. And uh, while all eyes are on Russia, they're starting to roll that back. And of course, again, it's an election year. All right, he also doubled down on cops. He wants to defend the cops, not defend or defund the police. He just wants to have global cops running around as he wants to promote gun control. I call on the Senate to pass the Freedom to Vote Act, pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, and while we're at it, pass the Disclose Act. I mean, this guy wants to just promote legislation after legislation. He believes that well, if we have a bunch of laws and a bunch of spending... Hey, that's going to fix America. That's his way to that, fix that, America. Spend. And that was another lie. And legislate. He touched on. I'm sorry, Sam. Uh, that was another lie he did touch on. I know we're about to run out of time. That uh, the he was talking about black Americans, of course, that their right to vote is being restricted and taken away. Look, nothing could be further from the truth. Anybody in America can vote. Not only can they vote, you can go a month early. You have a whole month of early voting. You can mail it in. You can do all sorts of things. If you can't find a way to vote. In, in that month and with all these different ways you can cast a vote, by you know, God forbid you actually go on Election Day and do it at the polling place like I've always done, but there's so many ways to vote. You're not getting your no, right to vote taken away. You walk in there and vote in person like that, sir. you got to mail it in, buddy. Well, he, he wants to open it up for fraud. That's what the John Lewis acts for at the end of the day. They're talking about Jim Eagle laws in Georgia uh, where you have to show ID, God forbid, to – to be able to vote. They're not taking away the right to vote. That was, that was one thing he touched on that was just completely bogus, and that's been a big talking point of theirs. Last thing really quick is uh, one of the Tangie Brown Jackson or whatever the heck her name is. That's uh, the Supreme oh. Court going to fix it all there, James. I wonder what her position on affirmative action is going to be. Now, that, that is truly racism, and that is truly discrimination. He had in mind that no matter what, no matter who be the most qualified, it was going to be a black woman. White men... White women, black men, Hispanic men, anybody, you're out of it. You don't have a chance to get this seat in the Supreme Court. you got to be a black woman. That's my first and most important priority, and uh, her qualifications, that's a distant second. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. i got more on the other side of this. Thank you so much, James Edwards. We're having James Edwards. We used to have him for two hours straight on the show. Now we've got him twice as often for an hour, though. First and Keeps third Wednesdays of every month to keep it fresh, baby. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks, Sam. James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman, and we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, donate liberally, and God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. 
This is the broadcast for March the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, uh, we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Wow, there's a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. State of the Union, Joe Biden lied, 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 spend his, spending ourselves into oblivion. Government programs literally everywhere. Government is the answer to everything, according to this whacked-out buffoon. And uh, last hour, just a couple of quick things we talked about relating to uh, the State of the Union last night, ladies and gentlemen. State of the Union is all I can say is wars and rumors of wars. Yeah, Joe literally trying to provoke the world committing war crimes. He ought to be arrested on the spot. They should have really literally arrested him right at the lectern for his criminal activity and war crimes, breaching the sovereignty of nations, acting like God when it comes to money and banking and cranking up the military-industrial complex and a whole lot more. I'm just insane. He also talked about the economy. Joe, quote, we're going to have an infrastructure decade. (laughs) What that means is spend ourselves into absolute oblivion, ladies and gentlemen. When we use taxpayer dollars, Joe lies, to rebuild America, we are rebuying. We're going to buy American. Yeah, so when you use tax dollars to rebuild America, we're buying American, he says. Buy American products to support American jobs. Hey, we don't have a lot of American products, ladies and gentlemen. For the last five decades, your government has literally, you know what, created a manipulated playing field to send all the jobs overseas. Now Joe acts like, yeah, everything you buy is going to be American. Yep. How are you going to do that, Joe, with the $30 an hour? He's promoting $15 an hour. But you know what? That ain't going to last. Pretty soon 15 becomes 20, becomes 30. You know what? My buddy Kirk Crosby always said, why don't we just pay everybody 100 bucks an hour? That ought to fix it. If forcing 15 or forcing some minimum wage is the answer, why not just pay everybody 100 bucks an hour? Then everybody would be rich. Well, that just highlights the lie, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? It doesn't work, never has, never will. These socialists and communists have got to stop. The only way they'll stop those if you and I replace them with good, honest, constitutional patriots. That's what we've got to get done, and we've got to get it done with an urgency. My fellow Americans, Joe, quote, under my plan, nobody earning less than $400,000 will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Nobody. Joe lies. Well, wait a minute, Joe. Didn't you just talk about inflation and how it's robbing us all? So how does that work then? If I make less than 400 grand, but inflation continues to rape my wallet, that hidden tax of inflation, how am I not paying more in taxes there, Joe? I'm just kind of stupid. Maybe what I need is an economics degree, huh? <laughs> See, these g- buffoons have no answers whatsoever. Their answer is always government. Here's an example, Joe. Quote, I'm announcing that the Justice Department will name a ch- chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. So of all the frauds we have to deal with, ladies and gentlemen, forget Hillary, right? Forget Joe's ties to communist China with his son, Hunter. Forget all those frauds. We're going to work on pandemic fraud. By the way, the biggest pandemic fraud was government in bed with abortion death mills. 
the abortion clinics, Planned Parenthood took more money from COVID pandemic. What do you want to call it? What, what would you call it? Pandemic funding? I don't know what you call it. Pandemic handouts? Well, anyway, he's calling it pandemic fraud right now. But the biggest perpetrator of pandemic fraud was Planned Parenthood. And yet he lies. So we're going to just look at that fraud. We're not going to look at Planned Parenthood, though. No, 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 no. Then he finishes by saying, or I shouldn't say finishes. He, we finished that hour, last hour. He wants to vaccinate the world. So if it's not enough to force the jab on a nation, he wants to act as the global vaccine police now. And Joe wants to vaccinate the world with your tax dollars. Imagine this whacked out. I mean, he's like a mad scientist. The guy's just frothing at the mouth crazy, doesn't know where he is, but he wants to give everybody the jab. (laughs) Oh, yeah, just give everybody the jab. Never mind that it has all kinds of health repercussions. Many we haven't even discovered yet, but every day we discover more and more and more of the sinister, manipulated reality that the vaccinations create. If I have time, I'll dig into that later in the broadcast maybe not maybe it'll be another day either way i'm just telling you we're finding out all kinds of health problems to affecting male what do they call it erectile dysfunction is that what it's called yeah where you won't be able to you know have babies because well the the cocoa and the vaccines messed with your whole male anatomy what i thought they said that wouldn't happen and when we brought it up and said that it would they said oh you're crazy you conspiracy theorists are into fake news Now it turns out that we're right and they're wrong. Once again, as it always is, right? Wow. All right, anyway, in the State of the Union, Joe goes on. So he's promoting pro-war. He's going to have government fix the economy. Yeah, he also then talked about the constitutional right affirmed in Roe versus Wade. Yeah, it's been there for half a century. It's under attack, ladies and gentlemen. But ladies and gentlemen, what do you mean our constitutional right? That's that's a lie. You want me to prove it to you? Where's the baby's constitutional right? Oh, Sam, it's just a blob of tissue. It's not a baby there. Just murder the tissue. Wait a minute. Why do they have a two-drug regimen then? Yeah, chemical abortions, 54% of abortions now with a two-drug regimen. The first one starves the baby a vital life-saving nutrients you got to kill it first then you got to eat us the fetus you got to get rid of it you got to flesh it out you got to force fake labor to get the dead baby out now yeah that's how chemical abortions work folks first they starve the baby to death they know it's life because they have to starve it to death once it's dead once they've committed murder then these thugs got to go ahead and flesh it out there and let's just create a fake delivery uh, uh, just a delivery of the dead Uh, wow that's what they're doing folks but he calls this a right a constitutional right the founding fathers will be turning over in their graves god is angry about the pro-death agenda we've engaged in and murdered over 60 plus million babies since roe versus wade heaven help us ladies and gentlemen Anyway, then he goes on and talks about the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and queer, or questioning, whatever you want to use the cue for there. Let's finally, you know, get the bipartisan Equality Act to my desk, says Joe. Wow. Bipartisan Equality Act. Oh, I thought we were going to follow the science, Joe. Then how can a man become a woman or a woman become a man? That's a lie, Joe. There's no scientific evidence of that. Aren't you going to follow the science, bro? Come on now. 
Wow. All right, Joe put together a four-step plan to save the nation. You ready for it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you guys ready for this? Save the nation. I kid you not. Um, by the way, I'm going to take your calls. What's the number, um, Cameron? People want to call 208-216-6100, right? 208-216-6100. You'll talk to Cameron, my producer, if you want to call in and sound off on the State of the Union address. I'd love to hear from you. Meanwhile, though, so Joe's got this four-step plan. And this four-step plan, Joe believes, is going to save the nation. Let me give it to you. Ready? First, we're going to beat the opioid epidemic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how are you going to beat the opioid epidemic? How's government going to stop people from getting on drugs and such? Remember, the opioid academic, or epidemic was created by wicked big pharma in bed with physicians, in bed with the government to pass laws where doctors could hand out prescriptions for drugs like candy. And most people believe because it was handed out by a physician, it was legitimate. Well, it turned out to be as illegitimate as all get out, but it was all created by big pharma in bed with government led by your physician, whose first creed is to do no harm, right? Wow, Joe. Now you're going to go ahead and fix it there. I thought you created it, Joe. Shame on you. Second one, he says, let's take on mental health, especially among our children whose lives and education have been taking a beating because of the COVID, don't you know? So here's my question, Joe. Uh, if we're going to lead by working on mental health, buddy, can we start with you, sir? Because there's a lot of evidence that you have, um, what do they call them, mental gaffes? <laughs> mental lapses? <laughs> Latest, um, you don't know where you are stuff? Latest, um, you, you forgot where you were and what you were saying, Joe? Or you're bringing up crazy stuff that no one really knows what you're talking about. Like back in the day when he was running for office, he's like, yeah, I got hair on my legs and hairy legs. And when I'm a lifeguard, the kids would come up and feel the hair on my legs. And this is Joe, whacked out Joe, mental, mentally disturbed Joe, running around going, we're going to have government fix mental health care. Are you kidding me right now, Joe? You're not serious, right? Third, we're going to support the veterans. Haven't they been telling you they're going to support the veterans for literally decades now? And every time we turn around, hardly anything happens. Veterans say the system is just abusive and hostile. It doesn't take care of their needs. But we're spending ourselves into oblivion over it. Oh, but we're going to go back and protect the veterans this time. We're going to take care of them, we promise. Okay, then he, then he gave the big one. I, I won't even tell you what it is until after the break. How's that? If you want to dial in, 208 216-6100. I'd love to hear from you. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's buckaroo calendar order online from rangemagazine.com loving liberty network salutes the spirit of the american west at rangemagazine.com i think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since i was little i was taught that smoking was wrong recent studies indicate that smoking among teens 
often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Being there with your child and being there for your child are two completely different things. One denotes a simple presence, which is a start, but can also be accomplished by someone other than you. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? See, that sheep did a fine job of being there with the child, but it didn't do a very good job of being there for the child. Now listen to the difference an involved parent can make. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? I'm not very good at algebra, but do you have any English questions? Because I done real good in English. <laughs> oh, Mom. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so the algebra problem didn't get solved, but something better happened. Mom was there for her child, and when you're really there, they'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman breaking it down just for you. The State of the Union address, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just calling it wars and rumors of wars is all I can see coming out of this thing. The guy's nuts on parade. I mean, he literally is unhinged from reality. I'll tell you that right now. This is insane. Two final things Joe said that I want to highlight uh, about the State of the Union. And we didn't cover everything in it. It's a big old long speech filled with claps and whatever and all kinds of spending. And, hey, you know what? Let me spend ourselves into oblivion. Let me spend ourselves into good government. Let me uh, legislate ourselves into good government was really the bottom line of the speech. And then let's realize we're the king of the world. We can just mack around like Shaq on the court. And pretend, <laughs> and pretend that somehow we can do whatever we want, man. We can foul, we can steal the ball, we can run over people, do whatever we want to on the global stage because we're Shaquille O'Neal of the <clears throat> international world, right? I mean, it's insanity on steroids. But here's what Joe said. Biden, let's end cancer as we know it. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but that's the stupidest statement on the planet. I just don't mean to be offensive, but I'm just telling you right now. First of all, even if you could end cancer, let me just ask you an honest question, my fellow Americans. I Meaning I want an honest answer to this honest question. Ready? If we could end cancer tomorrow, let's say that all of a sudden a super solution came out. Let's say that it was not a government-controlled, big pharma-patented drug. Let me say that again. Let's have an honest question. And an honest answer. If we had a super solution that just got discovered right now that could flat out get rid of cancer. And uh, it was not controlled by government in bed with big pharma. Patented and controlled and sold at, an, at, at just raping our wallet's rate. Do you think they would ever let it see the light of day? Huh? Do you think it would ever see the light of day? And I'm telling you, a resounding absolutely not. Let me prove it to you. With COVID, there are people running around saying, hey, if you wash your hands, it's good. Wash your hands off and it gets rid of COVID. But then there's a guy running around. He runs a company called Clear. <laughs> and it's a nose rinse, a nose wash. 
And he says, in addition to washing your hands, flush your nose with my solution. And, or, you know what, clean your nose, so to speak. Then you can really reduce the likelihood of you getting COVID. And even if you get it, it'll reduce the likelihood of how severe it is big time. They literally, your government sued this guy for even saying that. So imagine if I came out with a solution that was not controlled by government and big pharma and said, hey, we'll cure cancer. We'll end cancer as we know it with my solution. You think they're going to let me run around? You think they're just going to let me be free or do you think I'm going to have FDA all over me? See, Joe, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to flat out on the radio call you a liar, sir. Shame on you for lying. And even if big pharma and government would allow us, even if they would, which you know they won't, promote a free or inexpensive solution to cancer. I don't know if you use the word cure. Do you dare use the word cure? Now, in free speech land, you can't use the word cure there. You better have scientific proof and FDA approval and uh, everything else, right? Uh, peer-reviewed studies and, you know, you got to go through it all. You don't have murderous vaccinations there. That's an emergency. But you, no emergency on cancer there. Never mind that. Literally millions of people have been dying from cancer, and it's getting worse every year. Never mind all that, right? All right, but here's the question. Even if government and even a big farmer was a, would turn the other or turn aside and say, yeah, this solution's great. Nobody's going to capitalize on it for big money or anything else. So we're just going to have this free or inexpensive solution available now. Cancer's in the rearview mirror now. Thank you so much. Do you think the cancer clinics would ever allow this to come to fruition. So just imagine Joe gets on TV with the top cancer people and they say, hey, you know, we've been telling you to, to, to put in money to fight cancer and to, to help us find a cancer cure for literally decades to the tune of billions, possibly trillions to date of dollars. And now we don't need your money. Please do not send in money. The cancer cure has been found. Big Pharma's not involved in it. Uh, the uh, government's not involved in it. And it's so cheap, so inexpensive, so proven, so effective, so solutions-oriented that we don't need anything. By golly, don't send in your money for cancer anymore. Uh, we got to do the Kidney Foundation, or we got to do something else. Maybe work on mental health or something. That's what Joe wants to work on. But we don't need to work on cancer anymore. We got this done. You think that the big cancer clinics that bring in literally billions of dollars, you think they're all just going to go for this? Even if we found the cure? Even if they're what? Oh, wait a minute. You mean there is? There are solutions already like that to a great degree for most situations. Many people could avoid cancer, can either reduce the effects of and or flat out become cancer free. Is the government talking about those solutions? Uh, are the big pharma folks doubling down in defense of these solutions? Oh, no. Anybody who tries them has to flee to Mexico to practice in Mexico to even get it done. Yeah, that's right. I'm just telling you right now, Joe, you liar from the pit of hell shame on you sir shame on you biden let's end cancer as we know it yeah and let's also create a perpetual motion machine joe because that would solve all your energy woes if we just had a perpetual motion machine joe we could just have unlimited energy for free we wouldn't need to go to the government we wouldn't need the grid we wouldn't need any of those things we wouldn't need you know, by the mile taxes or, or, you know, any of the taxes on gasoline. We wouldn't need anything. The perpetual motion machine without taxes would just be incredible, wouldn't it, Joe? Energy independence. Yeah, let's go ahead. And, and then Joe basically says, hey, we're going to bring everybody back to the office. 
Yeah, so everybody can drive on the roads and create an environmental hazard. Just everybody's cars running around and putting these emissions into the air. and st- That's what you're for, Joe? Let's end cancer as we know it. I mean, the guy's clownish. When he gets up there, he's like a clown. Let's end cancer as we know it. How are you going to do that, Joe? What concrete plans? What do you have in the wings to uh, rid the world of cancer, Joe? Do you have anything on the docket that you're talking about? Why don't you double down and reveal that to us? What do you have on the docket that could literally end cancer as we know it? If you have something, bring it to the table. So let me be like the mainstream media. Are you ready? Joe Biden, without evidence, says let's end cancer as we know it. Without evidence, he says that. Without any proof that he can do it. Without any evidence that we even have anything in the wings that's seriously promising. All we've managed to do is radiate people chemically or otherwise and uh, that's all we can do is try to burn it out or cut it out or that's all the government can bed with the physicians can do right now burn it out cut it out that's all they don't talk about nutrition or herbs or anything else that could really change the game that's off the table that's whacked out crazy stuff right and when you push that too hard you just might lose your license to practice right kind of stuff um joe Why make this claim without evidence? All right, he finishes his speech by saying, let's all come together. Let's have an an era of, what does he call it? Unity. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not getting closer to unity. I wish we were. But if we're going to have unity, it needs to be around the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. If we're going to have unity, it's respect for balancing the budget and staying out of debt. It would be... abolishing the Federal Reserve and going back to honest money. Uh, It would be um, government reduced by 90-plus percent. That's the only way we can really have unity. We're not going to have unity when Joe Biden wants to spend us into oblivion, take us to war, and control every aspect of your life, including your mental state. That's Joe's plan. Let's take us to war, spend ourselves into oblivion, and control every aspect of your life, including your mental state. And hey, let's get along and work together. Joe, it's not possible with that kind of an agenda, my friend. It's not possible, and it will never be possible. Then he finishes by lying to the American people. In another lie, here's what Joe says. You ready? Tonight we have gathered in a sacred space. The citadel of our democracy. We will save democracy. That's what he says. Um, Joe, I hate to disappoint you, my friend, but I know when you were a little kid down there in Scranton, yeah, you probably had the chance to pledge allegiance to the flag, I hope, or maybe elites like you never got that chance like the rest of us. They used to do that in America back when Joe was a kid. Did you know that? They pledged allegiance to the republic. Uh, So I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. It didn't say, and to the democracy, Joe. So how are we in the citadel of democracy? How are we going to save democracy when we don't even have a democracy? We're going to save our own democracy and we're going to save democracy around the world, Joe said. I don't want to save democracy, ladies and gentlemen. Our founders told us democracies were horrible. 
They didn't want a democracy. They knew how evil democracies could become. Democracies lead to anarchies, lead to tyrannies, right? Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. With crime in America skyrocketing, President Biden broke from the Democrat stance of defunding the police to now wanting to fund the police in the State of the Union address Tuesday night. GOP Governor Kim Reynolds from Iowa tells Americans the party in power is to blame for our current inflictions. The president and Democrats in Congress have spent the last year either ignoring the issues facing Americans or making them worse. They were warned that spending trillions would lead to soaring inflation. They were told that their anti-energy policies would send gas prices to new heights. But they plowed ahead anyway. In the 2022 Texas primary election, Governor Greg Abbott declared his victory in the primary. I'm running for re-election to bolster a parental bill of rights that will restore parents as the primary decision maker for their child's education. USA Radio News. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Magda not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The greatest radio shows of all time. Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune. Classic radio theater. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The story of Dr. Kildare. The Pepsodent Show, starring Bob Hope. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On this radio station or wherever podcasts are served, just by searching for Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. That's Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. President Biden goes after Russia in his State of the Union address Tuesday night. President Biden is using his first State of the Union address to slam Russia's attack on Ukraine as war rages on Europe's borders. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber, in this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. We are ready. We are united, and that's what we did. We stayed united. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Russia's invasion of Ukraine entered its seventh day Wednesday as Russian military forces escalated attacks on civilian areas of Ukraine's largest cities. Hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have fled the country of 44 million. USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. There's several things Joe Biden didn't mention in his speech, by the way. Yeah, the mainstream press is talking about uh, the liberals in the mainstream press, I should say, talking about five things Joe didn't mention. Yeah, five things Biden didn't talk about in the State of the Union address that they believe he should have. They're hot-button issues, they claim, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 
He left out key hot-button issues, they say. Student loan debt's one of them. Yeah, well, why do we have student loan debt? Because your government's been handing out money like candy, getting everybody into debt. And when the government hands out money and gets everybody into debt, ladies and gentlemen, what you have is an increased cost of education. When government hands out money for housing, it increases the cost of housing. So your student loans are because government's ratcheted up the education. See, most people were never designed to go to college. You say, what, Sam? College is the American dream, baby. No, it's not. That's just a lie they've been telling you forever. Okay? Reject it. It's satanic. It's dishonest. It's immoral. So all they've done is driven everybody into the colleges, which are universities um, and government education systems, to indoctrinate you into socialism and communism, okay? And they wanted to get everybody there so they could indoctrinate everybody in their communist socialist utopia, right? It's a lie. Most people could learn a trade. Most people could combine high school and upper-level education. I mean, you're in school for, what, 13 years, for crying out loud. From the time you're 5 to the time you're 17 or 18 years old, literally 13 years in government school if you don't go to preschool at all, they could have you done with school by then, ready to have a trade, ready to do what you want to do in life, ready to work for yourself, ready to be an entrepreneur, ready to do so many things. But no, that's not enough. Now you got to go back to government school four more years at a minimum, five if you want to be anybody special, six or seven or eight or more if you want to be somebody elite in the government school plant. But it's all indoctrination. It's all socialism and communism and training you to hate everything we hold dear. Okay? So anyway, bottom line is student debt. He didn't talk about it because he doesn't want to highlight the fact that more people are in debt than ever before. And he also doesn't want to mention that in the global economy that's manipulated and, and government regulated, the free market's not here. Okay, You're going to get more and more and more and more debt. Why? Because the system's designed to drive you more and more into debt. Hidden inflation on one side, student loan on the other side, and then, hey, lower wages. He also didn't talk about the troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. Why? He doesn't want to admit that he blew it on that one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he should stay there. I'm just telling you the way we got out of it was disaster. We should have never been there in the first place. But the Republicans and Democrats are equally guilty of that, aren't they? Just like the Republicans and Democrats are equally uh, oblivious about the rule of law and about less government. They all talk less government on the Republican side. But they've spent us into oblivion just like the Democrats have. It's really the swamp against the rest of us. Make no mistake. Joe also didn't talk about January the 6th, what they call insurrection in the upcoming elections. And Okay. Well, he doesn't want to talk about that either because you know what? Americans are starting to know the truth on January 6th. It was an absolute government psyop designed to trap patriots, designed by provocateurs to put egg on everyone conservative, egg on their face. Right? That's right. So Biden didn't include in his address several things. Right? Think about that. But anyway, so no no loan forgiveness discussed, right? Biden campaigned on forgiving student loan. Well, then, when we, when we look at the uh, January 6th, when we look at uh, the exit from, you don't want to talk about any of those things, right? You got to wonder, what else did we not talk about that we should have? What else did Joe not talk about that the Democrats, than the liberals think he should have? 
right? What about the snafus via COVID? He didn't really talk about that in detail. He didn't admit that we were wrong for the last two years on most things, at least societally speaking. He didn't talk about that at all, right? But shame on the Republicans, too. They act like they got the moral high ground. Oh, Joe's spending us into oblivion. Look, that $30 trillion debt is as much the Republicans' fault as it is the Democrats' fault. Let's make no mistake about that reality, right? Think about it. You think the Republicans are less guilty than the Democrats? Even when the Republicans had control of the House, the Senate, the White House, and the courts, they didn't reduce debt. They didn't reduce debt at all. They spent us into oblivion just like the Democrats are doing. They talk big when they're not elected. When they're not the party in power, they talk big. But at the end of the day, in the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the Republicans are just as guilty as the Democrats. The deep state swamp is against us all. Are there a lot of good Republicans? Yes, there are. And believe it or not, are there a lot of good Democrats? Believe it or not, yes, there are. But it's the leadership on both sides of the aisle. The left, right wing bird of prey, as Pat Buchanan called it, uh, that's our enemy. The deep state against us. Right? You know, there's a lot of people trying to fact check Biden's State of the Union address as well. What do you think? Was he honest? No, I don't think so. Not in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, you got a Biden gaffe going on as well. I guess he mixed up Iranians and Ukrainians there. Iranians, Ukrainians, oh, they're all the same, right? No, they're not. Come on now. Stop, Joe. You're being goofy, bro. He's like a clown just running around confused. Right? Um. A lot of people think Biden's speech was inspiring. It's only those who are socialists and communists that want to just spend ourselves into oblivion, go to war and abuse the American people and push towards a tyranny. Right? Everybody's reacting to Biden's speech, right? Biden's address was lie after lie to the American people, says Newt Gingrich. Well, I'm not even a fan of Gingrich, but he's right on that score. Tell you that right now. Think about that. I don't agree with Gingrich on hardly anything. I think he's a deep state swamper, too. But you know what? He's right on this one. (laughs) Wow. What do you think of that? Everything about Joe Biden's statements were tone deaf and wrong, they say. This is the, the conservatives, right? Wow. It's just hard to even know where to go with some of this stuff, right? The comments about Joe's speech are everywhere. But you know what I find comical about the whole discussion, ladies and gentlemen? It's all distraction. Did you hear me? This whole State of the Union address is distraction. Why? Because the Republicans could stop the spending right now. I know they're not in power right now. They've lost those opportunities time and time again. The deep, the deep state has. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if you believe that they really want to solve this, they don't. Okay, I submit to you that it's all subterfuge. It's all lies. It's all distraction. The war is the distraction from the fact that they had it wrong on COVID. Now they're trying to politely, quietly back out of the COVID fiasco by focusing on war, right? 
Think about that. And now they want to move into war to discuss that. There you have it. I don't even know what to say about it more. I'll say this, though. Biden uses State of the Union to rebrand the Build Back Better plan. He's trying to rebrand Build Back Better because it was a failure, and he knows it. His whole first year of Build Back Better was an absolute failure, and everyone knows it. So he tried to just rebrand it in the State of the Union. That's what really happened. Right? A big old distraction. Let's go ahead and just fund America and rebuild our infrastructure and bring back jobs everywhere. Right? Now, Biden tried to primp a tax before the midterms, but that's not going to do any good either, right? Now, I'm not on the Republican side on this, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Republicans are as guilty as the Democrats are. Right? I believe that the Democrats and the Republicans are equally responsible for the demise of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And you say, well, what do you think is at the core, Sam? Did Biden really mention God? Did Biden really mention, ladies and gentlemen, uh, morality of the people? Did Biden mention the fact that we should never, ever, ever allow a government to prevent people from going to church again? Did Biden, how many things didn't he discuss that he should have, right? Think about the question that I'm asking. Did Joe at all talk about how in the last two years we prevented people from going to church? Government should not prohibit the free exercise of religion. That's what they did, though. Is Joe going to mention that in the State of the Union? Because without religion... And morality, the two great supports for liberty, we're in trouble, folks. He didn't talk about that a bit, did he? I am Sam Bushman. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. 
With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always. Joe Biden's weak State of the Union won't help his abysmal poll numbers, that's for sure. (laughs) Wow, the more he talks, the worse it gets for the Democrats, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But again, I want to be very clear. A lot of people want to just attack the Democrats. I don't think the Republicans are doing any better. They're pushing now for us to have an absolute landslide Republican promotion um, coming up for this year's election cycle, midterm election cycle, whatever you want to call it, 2022, baby. But you know what? I don't think it's going to be any better under the Republicans. Every time they get power from the uh, back of the days of Newt Gingrich and some of these guys, uh, acting like they're going to fix everything in the 90s to the Republican complete control just a few years ago to now. You know, they're going to lie and tell you they're going to investigate the January 6th thing from a real perspective. They're going to go ahead and push for Roe versus Wade to be overturned with their Supreme Court picks. They're going to, and they're going to go on and on and on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen, about things they claim they're going to do that won't get anything done. They're not going to stand up, ladies and gentlemen. They never have. They were going to get rid of Barack Obamacare. Never happened. They were going to go ahead and get rid of the education department. Every time we elect them, they're going to get rid of the education department. Now the education department is literally in bed with the FBI and spying on local school board meetings where parents don't like what your local government school board's doing. From the local all the way up to the federal, your government school's in bed with the FBI and the Justice Department to call you, my dear parents, terrorists. So much for getting rid of the Education Department, Republicans. Now it's been weaponized. The Education Department and your school boards have been weaponized against parents. What is the prize? Your children. Right? <clears throat> Biden's weak, unforgettable State of the Union won't help his abysmal poll numbers. That's all true. But when the Republicans get in power, I don't think we're going to be any better off. Ladies and gentlemen, why? Because as Kurt Cosby, my good buddy, always says, what is a Republican? Is it like a Ron Paul? Or is it like a Dick Army? Is it a Ron Paul? Or is it like a Newt Gingrich? Right? Who, what is a Republican? Is it a Ron Paul or is it like a Mitch McConnell kind of guy? <laughs> See what I mean? Wow. Speaking of Ron Paul, let's hear what he has to say this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron Paul has a weekly report. It starts now. Hello, this is Ron. A weekly update for Monday, February 28th. 
When the Bush administration announced in 2008 that Ukraine and Georgia would be eligible for NATO membership, I knew it was a terrible idea. Nearly two decades after the end of both the Warsaw Pact and the Cold War, expanding NATO made no sense. NATO itself made no sense. Explaining my no vote on a bill to endorse the expansion, I said at the time, NATO is an organization whose purpose ended with the end of the Warsaw Pact. This curtain round of NATO expansion is a political reward to governments in Georgia and Ukraine that came to power as a result of the U.S.-supported revolutions, the so-called Orange Revolution and the Rose Revolution. Providing the U.S. military guarantees to Ukraine and Georgia can only further strain our military. This NATO expansion may well involve the U.S. military in conflicts unrelated to our national interest. There was no advantage to the United States to expand and threaten to expand NATO to Russia's doorstep. There is no way to argue that we are safer for it. NATO itself was a huge mistake. When in 1949 the U.S. Senate initially voted on the NATO treaty, Senator Robert Taft, known as Mr. Republican, gave an excellent speech on why he voted against creating NATO. Explaining his vote, Taft said, The treaty is a part of a much larger program by which we arm all of these nations against Russia. A joint military program has already been made. It, it thus becomes an offensive and defensive military alliance against Russia. I believe our foreign policy should be aimed primarily at security and peace, and I believe such an alliance is more likely to produce war than peace. Taft continues, if we undertake to arm all the nations around Russia, and Russia sees itself ringed about gradually by so-called defensive arms from Norway and Denmark to Turkey and Greece, it may form a different opinion. It may decide that the arming of Western Europe, regardless of its present purpose, looks to an attack upon Russia. It views may be unreasonable, and I think it is. But from the Russian standpoint, it may not seem unreasonable. They may well decide that if war is the certain result, that war might better occur now rather than after the arming of Europe is completed. How right he was. NATO went off the rails long before 2008, however. The North Atlantic Treaty was signed on April 4, 1949. And by the start of the Korean War, just over a year later, NATO was very much involved in the military operation of the war in Asia, not Europe. NATO's purpose was stated to guarantee the safety and freedom of its members by political and military means. It is a job not well done. I believe as strongly today as I did back in my 2008 House floor speech, that NATO should be disbanded, not expanded. In the meantime, expansion should be off the table. The risk do now outweigh the rewards. Thanks for calling this update. There you have it, Ron Paul doing a phenomenal job. Highly 
warning of the evils of NATO, no doubt about it. But Joe Biden doubled down last night in the State of the Union address and literally said, hey, NATO's the key. Russia's the enemy. NATO's the key to safety and honor and stability and everything around the world. Lies by Joe lies. The Ron Paul weekly update nails it. We don't need NATO, ladies and gentlemen. And they're talking war, war, war at every every opportunity. All right. AmericanPolicy.org is a website ran by my buddy Tom DeWeese. And he does a phenomenal job. And he wrote an article that I want to finish this hour talking about. Because, again, I started talking about Joe Biden's State of the Union address, wars and rumors of wars. And I end on that very same topic, ladies and gentlemen. We need to avoid foreign entanglements like nobody's business. But we're not. We're hurling or hurtling towards um, World War III. You know, we talk about possible war with China, possible war with Russia, Iran, Iraq. The number goes on, and on you know, Syria. What? Wow. Got to defend Israel, don't you know? Why don't we avoid it all and avoid the foreign entanglements? But anyway, Tom DeWeese wrote an article. The title of it says this. Who controls China controls the world. AmericanPolicy.org. Amen to that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. Who controls China controls the world. Amen. Not because China is really that important on the global stage or the international stage or whatever word you want to use for it, but because we have literally put all our eggs in the Chinese basket primarily. That's why we've literally put money and jobs and all the manufacturing and even agriculture into the communist nation of China for several decades now. And we have literally funded the building of their war machine. That's right. And so now we've created a formidable foe. Yes, we have. We have created a formidable foe, to say the least, my brothers and sisters. All right. And now we're going to reap the rewards. We're going to, what do they call that? Pay the piper, if you will. We're in trouble now because you know what? They've got a great military machine backed by the, some of the largest population in the world. And what they've done is murdered all their girls. They've aborted all the female babies to where the men grow up and they don't have any women. So turn them into warriors. That's what we've done. In China, you go study it if you don't believe me. We've got such a lopsided reality, male-to-female relationship. The males have nowhere to go. They can't start families. They can't go home to a loving woman as the good Lord intended. There's no good woman to go home to because they murdered them all. No joke. And so these men then, now that they don't have any outlet that would normally be for God-fearing, peaceful people, for a peaceful population, now they, well, what else are you going to do? I can be a warrior for my government. And the more we create these warriors without women and without families, the worse the world's going to get. The more violent, under belligerent, extreme, tyrannical governments it will become. It is sad, but who controls China controls the world. Tom DeWeese is right on that reality. And we're fixing to, to launch ourselves right into the middle of it. Build up the military-industrial complex. Lie to the people. Go to war in the name of peace over and over Endless wars, right? Seems to never end. That's the problem, right? 
What do you expect to happen going forward then, right? What do you expect to happen going forward, ladies and gentlemen? You think it's going to go well? I don't think so. I don't think it can go well. I don't see how it can go well, ladies and gentlemen. I don't see how it can possibly go well. Now, Joe talks about bringing jobs back. How are we going to bring jobs back? How, ladies and gentlemen, honestly, how are we going to bring jobs back? We can't compete with nations that give their citizens a bowl of rice to work 15 hours a day. We can't compete with a government that literally provides housing and food and and these kind of basic necessities for slave labor. You can't compete with that on the international stage. The whole reason America's economic engine worked is because we didn't do those things. Because we put tariffs at the border to say we're not going to put the cost of legitimate proper government on the backs of the American people. We're going to let those who compete in the greatest economy in the world cover that. It's called tariffs. We're not doing that. Not in the way we ought to. Tariffs weren't to be a huge percentage, but they were meant to be used appropriately to create a level playing field. The more you participate in the free market, the less tariffs we'll have on you. The more you treat your citizens like slaves, and the more you subsidize products by government, the higher we'll make the tariffs to stop you from doing that. That's what the founders had as a lever to protect we the people. But we've jettisoned all that. We've siphoned our jobs off to uh, foreign nations in slave labor. And now Biden has the desire to lie and tell you they're bringing all the jobs back as he promotes war. How's that going to work? Not very well, I can promise you that. The State of the Union is only great if we turn to God Almighty. We turn to families. And we decide that we're going to make our country count using the checks and balances to restore the republic in the traditions of our founders. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. BrideyOnRadio.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.